lying under a vast blue dome. There are children playing and my hair's blowing about. <laughs> Some technician you're going to be. You dream about a dome which is the wrong colour and it has something wrong with its air conditioning. Simo. Simo Bilan. Where is he now? Please, Father, I have to know. Simo vanished. They all vanished. Up there, in the nothingness, there are buildings. And if you look very closely, I think that line is a tunnel leading to them. Ewan, we have to go there. So you had them trapped down here, Chief Technician? Your foolproof plan, and they escaped. To where, exactly? We don't know, Your Excellency. You lost them! I think they drugged the technician's rations. And since we've been eating the army rations instead... We've had those feelings. We just accepted how we were before. Technicians live apart from everyone else, don't have children, don't have lovers. We thought it was the way we were made. One of the reasons we were called to the G.O.D., but it's not true. This is the way we were meant to feel. Ah, all the rides are free, honourable sir. But try the Tower of Dreams and Delight and Discovery. <laughs> Where is it? Follow your dream, honourable sirs. Follow your dreams. Oh, this is all wrong. We're being punished. You and don't you see? This is it. Oh, we're being punished for rejecting the G.O.D. No, no, that's not it. Don't you see where we are? This is the outdoors. This is the outdoors! Earth Search, Mind Warp, by James Follett. Adapted by Jacqueline Rayner. Part 3. Janine, Janine, wake up. The Zargon lights are coming on. Mm, what? Oh. For a moment I'd forgotten where we were. Oh, it's so cold. Oh, that was a bird. A huge one. Oh, this is a terrible place. It's all right. I won't let anything harm you. Just watch the lights. Oh, Ewan. That light. It's so big. I can't see the edges of the dome. Can you? Hold me, Ewan. How could you build a Zargon like that big? I don't think it was built by people. This is the work of something else. But there are only people. Who else could have built it? What about the Guardian of Destiny? We don't believe in the G.O.D. Perhaps we should now. Perhaps we were wrong. Janine, look at the roof of the dome above the Zargon light. Hmm? It's changing colour. We found the blue dome. Ewan, come and look down here. What is it? Right down there, way below us. It's like a huge leisure pool. Wow. They've obviously got the wave machine turned on to maximum. The motor will burn out. If you ask me, whoever's here badly needs a technician. It's not just the wave machine. They've set the humidity far too high. Last night I was freezing and now I'm all sweaty. With the heat that must come off a Zargon like that size, they ought to be more careful. There aren't any food or drink dispensers either. Oh, I wish you hadn't mentioned that. I'd almost forgotten how thirsty I am. We'd better look for a way off here. Come on. It's no good. There's no way off. We're going to die here like that poor man in the cavern. Janine, of course we're not going to die. We'll find a way off here somehow. How? Somehow. Oh, there's no cord metro, no travelators, not even a pedestrian walkway. 
Just a rock wall above us and a rock wall below us. And we can't even go back the way we came. Maybe we ought to go back and have another look in the cavern. Maybe there's another way out we missed in the dark last night. I don't want to go back where that dead man is. Would you rather stay here until you're the same? No! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Look, I'll take the light tube and go in. You can check me out of it, okay? Okay. <gasps> Ewan, look! A bird. A great white bird. Don't move. It might attack us if we move. It's all right. It's going away. I don't think it's interested in us. Oh, this place is so weird. Come on, let's go inside. Have you found anything in there? No, there are no other exits at all. And the grill's still fast across. We can't go back that way. Not that I thought we'd be able to. We must have been led here for a reason. Yeah, to get rid of us. No, you mustn't think like that. Anyway, it's not logical. They've put in far too much effort when they could have got rid of us hundreds of times over. Have you checked the ceiling in there? Just looking now. But it's just solid rock, I'm sure... That... Oh, Ewan, come here. What is it? A way out? No, sorry. But look, someone scratched writing into the rock. Point the light tube up here. They haven't scratched it. They've used a laser cutter. You is. You're looking at it upside down. Janine, it says Simo Bilan. The other student with the dream. He got this far. Ewan, you don't think that's him back there? No. No, it can't be. I didn't see a laser cutter with the body, did you? I didn't look. Let me see if... Yes, there's another name here. And here. Janine, all these people got here before us. And somehow they found a way off. So we will too. We will. Let's have another look at that rock wall. You were always good at climbing, Janine. Do you think... No way. You'd have to be some super acrobat to do this. There are hardly any handholds. A few trees, though. A couple of ledges. <laughs> Far too spread out. And the rock in between is sheer. We have a rope. We could climb down to the first tree, then the rock ledge, then... And how exactly are we supposed to untie the rope once we've reached the trees or ledge? Call yourself a technician. Elementary mechanics. We loop the rope over the tree or the rock and let ourselves down, counterbalancing each other. Then we just shake the rope free and do it again. And what if the rope doesn't reach, Mr. Clever? Then we're left hanging halfway down the wall. I think it will reach. And if we need to add a bit to the rope, well, you're not too attached to that jumpsuit you're wearing, are you? Ewan! Come on, Janine. Think of that huge leisure pool down there, full of lovely water. Oh, all right. Oh, I can almost taste the water already. It's not going to reach. What? Oh, but we're so close. Can't we drop the rest? I don't think so. Time to sacrifice these jumpsuits, I think. But what if someone sees us? Who? Come on, Janine, we're not bound by Arima's rules anymore. Anyway, as soon as we reach the bottom, I'm running straight into that leisure pool. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Come on, then. We'll have to drop the last couple of feet. Oh. Just think of the water. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. Oh. Oh. oh, water at last. Come on, Ewan. Wait. What is it? Listen. What? It's my dream. We've reached my dream. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Water's contaminated with sodium chloride. Oh, no. Let me... Oh. Oh, that's horrid. 
At least 4% to taste that strong. Which means it's undrinkable. We've gone through all that for nothing. How can so much water be contaminated? <laughs> Just doesn't seem possible, pollution on such a scale. Something terrible must have gone wrong. Maybe it's deliberate. Maybe you're right, Janine. This place is some sort of punishment for those who've rejected the G.O.D. You convinced me that wasn't true. Come on, we ought to explore. Look, there are trees over there. Surely they need water. You're right. I'll race you. Oh, this is amazing. Isn't it? I never imagined there were so many different sorts of trees. Do you think these are the ones they make the soup out of? Oh, I hope so. I'm starving. Try a bit. Oh, no. Oh, no one could eat that. I'm sure it's not edible. Not that it matters. I'll have died of thirst before... Shh. Listen to that. A drinks dispenser. This way. Look at that. Water just pouring out of that rock wall into a pool. What if it's contaminated? What if it isn't? Let's try it. Oh, it's lovely. So sweet. Oh, I'm going in. Wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Just a bird. Another bird? Shh. It's okay. Look closely. See how the light reflects off it. Changes its colours. It's beautiful. You're right. It is. What's it doing? I think it's eating those purple spheres off that tree. Do you think... Could we eat what birds eat? I think we have to try. Come on. The bird didn't seem frightened of us. It's probably not used to people. It doesn't know they usually shoot birds. Mm. Oh, these things are lovely. Even nicer than the soup. Mm. Oh, just think of all those poor people in Arama eating their rations and never knowing food can taste like this. Even the water tastes nicer. <laughs> I'm going back in. Come on. <laughs> A drop of water just fell on me. I think it's precipitation. Like what used to happen in Arama if the air conditioning went wrong, remember? It was never this much, though. The people here need to fix their humidity and stop the temperature falling so low at night. That's what's causing it. We need to make a shelter of some sort. Weave some branches together or something. There are some tall, thin things by the water with leaves. They do. And how about we hollow out a place in the sand? That'd shelter us from all that air blowing about us as well. Right. I'll start digging. You start weaving, OK? OK. Do you think this is deep enough? That's great. We can fit in easily. Let me set up my weaved vegetable thing and then we'll snuggle up inside. I've been trying to work out how this dome works. I think we're suspended inside a sphere that's free to rotate. The Zargon light is attached to the inside of the sphere and the sphere's turning slowly to simulate night and day. Mm, the dome's far too big. Oh? Why? Well, domes are really a series of arches. They convert downward loads to lateral thrust, right? Yes. There's an upper limit to the span of a dome, just as there's a limit to the span of an arch. A dome this size, formed from rock, can't stay up without a central support. Maybe there is one. We've not seen it. Well, we've hardly explored the place yet. We have to do that. Mm, after the precipitation stops. Mm. This is quite cosy, isn't it? It can be our dorm. 
If we hang the light tube to a branch and suspend it from the ceiling, it'll be just like home. Well, it's comfier than a cliff ledge, that's for sure. But without a temperature regulator... Or clothes. Or clothes. We're going to get very cold. Mm, the light tube will give off a bit of heat. But what we really need is a fire. Oh, right. Have you got one with you? We'll have to make it. And you know how to do that, do you? I'm a technician. I'll work it out. Now, hand me the light tube. I'll set it up. It's over your side. In the bag. Mm. Oh, got it. Hey, what's this? It's a radio. Father Dadley gave it to me. I was going to throw it away, but I thought the battery might come in handy. What's it for? He said that if I was ever in trouble, all I had to do was press the button to get help. But it's no use. Have you ever used it? A few times. All I ever got were cryptic messages. Nothing of any use. You just press the button like this? Harder. But obviously it won't work outside Arima. Have you tried? No. But it's a waste of time anyway. Danger. You must escape from the island. Danger. You must escape from the island. What does that mean? I don't know. Try it again. Danger. You must escape from the island. Does it mean like a traffic island? I've not seen anything like that. I've no idea. Perhaps we ought to go and explore now. Find out what it's talking about. Sounds like the precipitation's stopped anyway. I'll have a look. Yes, it has. I've got an idea. Let's find a really tall tree and I'll climb up it. I'll take the viewing tube, see if I can see any traffic islands. It's a good idea, but don't you think I should No, be... it's my idea. And I'm the better climber. Come on. How are you doing? I can't see much. It's a bit misty. But it looks like it clears further up. Be careful. Of course I'm being careful. What sort of idiot do you think I am, you and Solent? <gasps> are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. Ewan, I can see where we are. We know where we are, more or less. No, Ewan. The poison water's all around us. I think... I think this is the island. And on the other side of the water, I can see some sort of huge cylinders. And... Ewan! I can see buildings. There must be people there. Oh, 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 there... How much of the poison water was there? Loads. Just went on and on. How long would it take us to swim that far? Mm. A day, two days. More than we could manage anyway. So, we have to find another way. Mm. We could try signalling to the... Hold still. It's just a leaf. I'll get it off. Stop tearing at it. You're making it stick to you. There. It was only a leaf. It wasn't your face it was sticking to. That gives me an idea. Really? I'm so glad. Help me pick up some more of them. All right. Why? Look, if you exert pressure on them, they bond together. So? Clothes, blankets, you name it. Our very own leaf cloth. Oh, yes. Rather lucky I discovered these leaves then, wasn't it? Yes, Janine. Well done. Perhaps we could build a raft. Mm, I don't think it would work. The wood's too waterlogged. But we could try... When I've made fire, we'll try signalling. And when will that be, exactly? As a matter of fact, I was about to start now. All right, you do that. I'm going to go and gather some wood for a raft. Maybe once you've made the fire, we can heat up some of those berries for soup. And once you've made the raft, we can find those other people and won't have to worry about food at all. Go on. Now, how does fire happen? the GOD power shorts to Earth or flows through a low-resistance circuit... Well, there's no GOD power here, so that's no good. Mechanical causes, like bearings running hot. Hmm, friction. That could be it. 
Now, how in the G.O.D.'s name could I create a high enough temperature to reach the ignition temperature of this vegetation? Hmm, but there are other ways of raising the temperature. That huge Zargon light must be giving off a massive amount of heat. If I could just concentrate it, I need a lens of some sort. The viewing tube. There. Ow! Oh, it certainly focuses the heat all right. Right, now, if I just... Ooh, oh, that's it. Add a few dried leaves and... Oh, wow! Oh, that's working really well. Oh! Oh! It's me. You're safe. Oh, what was it? I don't know. Whatever it was, you scared it off. It wasn't me. I think it was scared of the fire. But you made the fire. And with that, we can have a go at signalling. We'll get the people to notice us. We could be off here before nightfall. No more monsters, then. That'd be good. Okay, let's try it. Oh, it's no good. If anyone were going to see us, they would have by now. Just keep waving the blanket. If we send the smoke their way, then... Oh, we're... there's no point. They can't see the smoke. We can't make a raft. It's too far to swim. Face it, Ewan, we're stuck here. Hey, don't give up. And don't let go of the blanket. I've got it. We're going to need this tonight. Hmm. Go it catches the hot air when we're both holding it. <laughs> it's a shame we can't just fly away like that across the water. <laughs> Janine... That's it. We can fly across the water. Oh, right. You've turned into a bird, have you? No, no. We don't need wings. When I was little, I had a toy. A hot air balloon. Mm, so did I. So what? You can't fly in a toy. You can if it's big enough. We make a huge leaf blanket. Use your fire to fill it with hot air. We'd have to find a way of carrying the fire, of course, and a way to feed it. That wheat stuff burns. If we dry it out and compress it, we could make fuel pellets. We'd have to make a basket for us to be carried in. We could weave one, like we did for our shelter. And a basket to carry the fire. We'll have to find something fireproof for that. Oh, Ewan, could it really work? It'll work. I know it will. are all blistered, Ewan. I have to take a break. All right. But look, just a few more days' work on the leaf blanket will be finished. A few more days? Ewan, we're sticking together 40,000 leaves. It's going to take forever. Trust me. In just a few days' time, we'll be heading to that land. Just concentrate on that. What is it? Ewan, if we get to that land... We will. How will they treat us? The people there? How should they treat us? Well... There have been others that escaped. I mean, we know that. Simo Bilan. Yes, several others. Then why have they never returned to Arama, Ewan? Have you thought about that? Just think about getting there, Janine. Whatever problems happen, together we can deal with them. Ewan! Ewan, wake up! What is it? The wind's dropped. Hurry! The conditions are perfect. Really? Yes, really. Come on. Oh, uh, grab the bag. I've got it. Come on. We're leaving, Ewan. We're leaving. I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe it's actually working. Look, you can see all of our island. It seems so small from up here. Mm. Have you noticed it's getting colder? We'd better be careful. The decrease in atmospheric pressure could make us lose some... Janine, more fuel! More! More! No, wait, wait! We're still falling! The envelope's fully stretched. There's no point in wasting fuel. Just give it time to start climbing. But if we crash into the water... We won't! Now, throw on one more plug, that's it. We're rising again. That's all we have to do. 
Just keep burning enough to keep the balloon skin tight and we'll make it. The air isn't blowing anymore. What if we run out of fuel before it comes back? I don't think we need to worry about that. Here it comes. We're going to make it. Hand me the viewing tube. I can see vehicles. They're stopping to look at us. You and there's people there. People worrying about us. Doesn't it make you feel good? Hang on. I'm trying to work out where we're going to land. At our current rate of descent, it's going to be the sand over there. I think the vehicles are coming onto the sand. Oh, yes, they are. And people are getting out of them. Hello? We're going down too fast. Put more fuel on. Well, this is the last bag, so... Oh, no! That was all our fuel. It's all right. Don't worry. As long as the fire keeps going, it should be enough to get us nearly there. What was that? The fire basket. The heat must have weakened it. It's just got to hold out for a few more... Ah! After all this, you can't die now. We've got to get to land. We're nearly there. I can feel the bottom. I can see people. Help me. Help me, please. They're coming to help us. We're going to be all right. Help me, please. Thank you. Put them in the truck. What are you doing? Where are you taking us? Will someone talk to me? Oh, Janine, come here. Where are we? We're in some sort of vehicle. We're safe now, I think. Where are they taking us? I don't know. But I think we've arrived. Blessed are the angels of Armageddon, for they are implementing the will of the Lord. Wake up, brother, for our time is near. <sighs> what? Ewan! Where are we? Oh, don't worry, I remember. Has anyone said why they've locked us up? No. I've only just woken up. That woman was raving. Who has the right to challenge his will? Damnation to the usurpers of the will of the Lord! What unit, brother and sister? I'm sorry? Unit? I don't know what you're talking about. Quite right. I could be a plant. You could be a plant. We could all be plants! (laughs) Those who seek to thwart the will of the Lord betray themselves by using a devil's cunning. Right. Time for your... Where are we? What is this place and who's in charge? will be Tell me where we are. Get your hands off me. You... The Lord will have your eyes burned out in hell. Ewan, what are we doing here? Did you see the badges they were wearing? Challenger 3, Project Security. Challenger? That was on those signs at the station at the recreation park. And there were those signs about Deep Nova Shelter, too. That woman was talking about the Nova. What does it all mean? I don't know. Have you still got that radio? The radio? You never know. It might be of some use this time. I don't have it. I must have dropped it somewhere on the way. There's something happening out there. (sighs) The window's too high to see out of. Not if you give me a leg up. Oh, there. I can see that woman. The men in uniform are leading her into the yard. She's struggling. The other men have thrown her onto the ground. No! They've killed her. Just like that. Come down. Don't look anymore. Why do they behave like this? What have we done that's so wrong? Right. 
Your turn. Look, what are we supposed to have done? We're citizens of Arama. You've no right to... Oh. Sit there. So, you two came in a hot air balloon. What will you Armageddonists think of next? We're not Armageddon... Quiet! Your escapade has given us hope. Until now, you Armageddonists have been clever and resourceful. Miniature submarines, light aircraft, even tunnelling. But never hot air balloons. It gives us hope. Your numbers are dwindling and those that are left are incompetent. Do you imagine we don't have radar? But we're not... I said quiet. Three Armageddonists in one day. Remarkable. You two claim to be from Arama. (laughs) I suppose it was inevitable you'd find out about that in the end. But you've not done your research properly. Oh, your clothes could have come from Arama, but not this radio. Though perhaps you realise that as you try to hide it under a floor panel in the truck. No! I thought I'd lost it. It must have rolled there. I tell you, we're from... Ewan! Leave him. Your details were holofaxed through to HQ. As they haven't got back to us, I assume you're not on their list of those wanted for questioning. You're obviously not very important to anyone. So I see no point in keeping you. You might as well take your walk right away. No! Guards! We're from Arama, I tell you. Please, someone listen. On the floor. Oh, you can't do this. Where are the boxes for the bodies? They should be here. Now, Janine, run! Stop or I shoot! Stop! Janine, come on! Stop! Put that gun down. We're going to get out of this, Janine. It's just a delay. We're still prisoners. They're going to kill us eventually. We've rejected the G.O.D. No one's even mentioned the G.O.D. What does that prove? Hush. There's someone outside. What do they want with us now? Unlock the door, please. You can wait outside. But crewmen... These are escapees, not Armageddonists. I'm sure they won't hurt me. Now, please. I must apologise for what's happened. Unfortunate misunderstanding. You used a hot air balloon, unheard of for escapers. Truly amazing. And, of course, totally unexpected. So, our security thought you were Armageddonist saboteurs. And now then, uh, your names are Ewan and Janine, yes? At last, someone is interested in who we are. Is this all part of the interrogation? Oh, no, 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 no. no, I'm afraid you're at a disadvantage. I know who you are, but you don't know who I am. I'm wrong. I do know who you are. Oh, I, I didn't think you recognised me from before. That's right. I'm the cloud of the amusement park. Honoured visitors. I'm the host to all our honoured visitors. Ask and you shall be informed. You were the clown. I am the uh, clown of the amusement park. I'm your most honoured host, kind sir. <laughs> you told us the way to the outdoors. Why? Ah, the Tower of Dreams are delighted discoveries recommended for those with faint hearts who need time to adjust to our thrills and spills. Honourable sir. Why? The director has a policy of providing escapees with uh, tiny hints when warranted. Nothing avert, you understand, that would ruin the project, but a a little nudge now and again when deemed necessary. So your little nudge was to send us to that tower? Well, yes. Was it dreadful? We ended up almost dying on a cliff face. Ah, I'm sorry. But all the escape routes are dangerous. Yeah, that's the whole point. I can't believe you were that clown. When I said I knew who you were, that's not what I meant. Not the clown. Really, kind sir, that, uh... Who am I? I saw your picture at your father's house when I checked up on your disappearance. Ah. Arama is another world, Ewan. It has to be forgotten. This is the real world. How is it? <laughs>
He looks fine. You mean this is... Simon Bielan at your service, Honor Kroom. And you have a lot to learn. See the universe, Janine. Look down upon the Earth, your planet. Your planet. Come to the stars. See the supernova. See the black holes. Understand the universe. It's beautiful. Back to Earth. See the sphere turning below you. Your home. Your home. Your home. Deeper. Deeper through the world's crust into Arima. Understand, Janine. Understand. Wake up, Janine. Wake up. Oh, I'm falling. No, you're not. Welcome back to Earth. What happened? According to one of the stewardesses, it's called a crammer, a mind-warp educational process. Clever, isn't it? Mind you, I'm having a struggle trying to come to terms with what a light year is. 5.88 billion miles, the distance light travels in a year. Uh, how did I know that? The mind-warp's given you all that knowledge about space and Earth. It's amazing! Can you get up yet? I was a bit dizzy for a while. Oh, I think so. (sighs) Why did you wake me, Ewan? There was a message from Simo. He's coming to pick us up. Where's my leaf dress? And what's that you're wearing? It's like the suit Simo had on. Here we go. They left these for you. You're supposed to wear one of these suits too. Why? Because we're crewmen, apparently. Crewmen of what? That is what I hope Simo will be explaining to us. We've recovered your balloon. Why bother? We don't need it anymore. That's for the museum, of course. What museum? We save everything to do with the escapable crewman. And this was the first escape ever from the island by hot air balloon. So how did you escape, Simon? Ah, I got out of the cave by climbing up the cliff. Yeah, I'm a bit of an acrobat. Yeah, not being clever like you, I, I got away from the island by the same method that all escapees have used. I built a boat. But all the wood we found was waterlogged. Did you have a saw to cut down trees? The reeds. Yeah, they can be cut easily with a piece of flint or just uprooted. They're very buoyant once they've been dried, and they can be lashed together with vines and... Reeds? The uh, tall, slender plants that grow around the freshwater pools. Oh, no. <laughs> the reeds, we use them for the launch scaffold. And for our shelter. I never thought. I just never... So we were the first to think of a hot air balloon, but we were also the first not to think of the completely obvious. Why did we have to think of a way to escape? Why don't you just rescue people? Ah, uh, I'm not allowed to answer that sort of question, but you will find out very soon. When? When we get to Challenger City. The project director wants to meet you. Anyway, here. They wanted this for the museum too, but uh, I saved it for you as a souvenir. My radio? It saved your life. The police thought your Armageddonist, then a project assistant, saw the holoprint of your belongings, and she hit the panic button. What's so special about it? Well, they're smuggled into Arima to only about one in a hundred would-be escapees. You mean escapees from Arima can be measured in hundreds? I'm sorry, Ewan. I can't answer that. We saw what happens to Armageddonists. Uh, yes, the uh, police are tough. They have to be. Why? Not only is the security of the project vital, but also the lives of the people in Arima. The Armageddonists are this uh, group of religious fanatics who don't like what's going on here. And what is going on here? (laughs) All in good time, Janine. Now, look over there, both of you. Oh, Ewan! It's those giant cylinders I saw from the island. I remember the first time I saw them. They still get me every time I come this way. I'd like to take a closer look, please. so old. Over 20,000 years old. Oh, that's impossible. They can't predate the creation. You still have so much to learn and unlearn, just as I had. 
This planet has been around for four billion years, and man has been around for four million years. Every so often, evidence turns up that adds a million years to that figure. Those rings were made by people 20,000 years ago. People just like us. What's that? It's caused by the wind. Actually, you're lucky to hear them sing. The conditions have to be just right. There was a community here before they were relocated, and they used to believe that the singing was the spirits of those who departed from Earth in the Challenger. We've heard that name over and over again. When are you going to tell us what it means? You've been through your crammer, but I wonder if you can imagine what a starship is. A ship that travels to the stars, of course. Well, that's what we believe those rings are. Mock-ups of the sections of a starship that our ancestors built. Mock-ups? Trial structures to test design concepts, or maybe sections that were abandoned because they were faulty. According to archaeologists, the length of the finished ship was around 15 times the diameter of those rings. Why? Why build something so huge? What would be the point? A quest for knowledge? Earth-like planets to colonize? Who knows? As for building a ship on such a scale, we think it was because it was not meant to return until many generations later. If such are the distances involved if you wish to explore the far reaches of the galaxy. Strange people. Brave people. Prepared to make investments that wouldn't see a return in their lifetime. Or even their children's lifetime. Do we know much about them? Many of their very high-orbit satellites have survived virtually intact, but they're designed to tell them about their own planet, not the people who built them. They left their footprints on the moon and probably landed on the planets. Again, the instruments they left behind were designed to gather information about the unknown, not provided about themselves. Here on Earth, where the real information is, it's been mostly wiped out by the elements. And the people were wiped out too? No, they, uh, well, they just declined. Civilizations rarely die out completely, but knowledge can die, or rather is lost. Do we know if the ship ever returned? If it had, it would be in orbit around this planet. Though there's a theory that it returned and was sent on another voyage as Challenger 2. We simply don't know. There were even plans for a third Challenger, which we now know was never built. So now you're just picking up the threads and building another Challenger? We'd better get moving. It's not a good idea to spend too long in the sun at this time of the day. Come on. Here we are, Challenger City. Look at those dormitory complexes, Ewan. They've all got their own gardens. They're not dormitory complexes, they're individual houses. What? There's a house like that for each family? Oh, yes. Yeah, the bigger one's further in. And that one's got its own leisure pool. Lots of them have. Imagine living in such luxury. Uh, just look ahead of you. The uh, tower over there? <gasps> That's where we're headed. Challenger 3 Project Headquarters. It looks like it's made out of glass. It is. And the grass, the fountains, everything. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Now, you get to meet the project director. Is he expecting us? Oh, yes. He likes to greet all new crew members personally. Project director's level. Uh, this is where I leave you, crewman. The director will be along in a few minutes. Take a seat. Simon, wait. Will we see you again? Of course. I'll be back later to take you to your apartment. Did you hear that? We get an apartment! Ewan, are you listening to me? We're very high up here. Let me see. Yes, we are, aren't we? Hey, Ewan, what's that thing over there? I don't know. It's a bit like a cord metro passenger capsule. But why has it got those flat bits sticking out of the sides? I think those are wings, like birds have. I think it's some sort of flying machine. It's moving faster. It's going up. That's incredible. The weekly <gasps> shuttle taking supplies up to Challenger 3. Quite a spectacle. I never tire of watching it, so I can well imagine its effect on someone who's never seen it before. 
You're the Challenger 3 project leader. I am. Ewan. Janine, allow me to present the supreme representative of the Guardian of Destiny and First Secretary of Arama, Kaudo Inman. Let me pour you both a drink, and do help yourselves to cakes. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, you and Janine, well, I see every escapee from Arama. They are owed an explanation, but in your case, I hardly know where to begin. SKPs are rare. Much rarer than we prefer. SKPs of the quality of you two are even rarer. A hot air balloon, indeed. You and do please take another cake. Thank you. Firstly, my name. I can well understand how intimidating I must seem to you. That's been the whole idea. But I'd prefer it if you called me Cowdo. Cowdo. The story, I have to tell you, goes back 600 years, and even further. We know from the records left by astronomers of previous civilizations that our sun underwent a profound change several millennia ago. It is no longer stable. Every so often it throws off streams of deadly heavy particles. Luckily, it is possible to shelter from them deep in the Earth's crust. The deep Nova shelter? That's right. Just one of many. Nova is a misnomer, but it's a name we've kept out of respect for the past. The really serious flares occur every 850 years. How long since there's been one? Well, the last serious flare occurred a little over 600 years ago. Every 850 years, mankind has been hurled back and has to pick up the pieces and start again. The last Nova was the worst in recorded history. Just over 90,000 souls survived out of a population of a billion and many of them were genetically damaged and could not reproduce. How awful. But all the technology survived. The people formed a governing council and decided that somehow they would stop such a disaster happening to mankind ever again. How? Shh, Ewan, I, I will tell you everything. They didn't know how. But they had 850 years to think of something. A young archaeologist was a member of that council. At the time of the Nova, he was working on a deep excavation at the site of the rings, which Simo has shown you. When he went back to work after the Holocaust, he made a major find. He broke into a vault that had been undisturbed for 20,000 years. He didn't find artifacts and trinkets there, but something priceless. He found drawings. Millions upon millions of... Drawings, plans, specifications, test results. The plans for Challenger 3. Exactly. All of them? Yes. It took them ten years to analyse them, but everything was there. It was as if Providence had guided the young archaeologist to them, and he knew what he had to do. The people of Earth would build Challenger 3. It would take many hundreds of years, but build it they would. And when it was complete... They would send it forth carrying the cream of mankind to seek out a new home and so keep the torch of humanity alive. What an incredible plan. Oh, yes, it was. But the council had changed its mind. It refused to sanction it. The disaster that would overtake the Earth wouldn't happen for many centuries and they didn't want to risk their power by committing the people to such long-term plans. Businesses were being rebuilt and with them came vested interests. The salvation of mankind was seen as the business of religions, not something that sprang from the soul and will of every man and woman. So the young archaeologist organised a revolution? Yes, Janine. You have remarkable powers of perception. 
Except that the young man wasn't so young by then. It was a success? It was a coup. Bloodless and successful. A new council was formed and the Challenger project went ahead. We are building the ship following those original plans. But there was a major problem that the plans did not address. What sort of people should be sent forth when the ship was finished? Have you solved the problem? Oh, yes. The archaeologist had the answer. He had known about the caverns of Arama for many years. They may have been natural formations or the results of ancient nuclear fusion experiments, but the point was that they were there. For 20 years, work on the ship stopped while Arama was prepared and enlarged into a huge underground world that would support most of the world's population. A closed system using the same engineering principles that were part of the design of Challenger 3. So Arama is nothing more than an underground starship, a huge test bed. Arama was completed 500 years ago, and when a major nova was announced, most of the populace that weren't engaged on the Challenger project were evacuated there. And they weren't let out again? They had everything they needed there. How did they forget about the outdoors? Were they mind-warped? To a degree, yes. But they wanted to forget. Outdoors had been a sort of hell for them. By the tenth generation, it had become a true mythical hell. That's terrible! You're condemning what happened, Janine. No, there have been unwanted and unexpected developments, like the worship of the G.O.D., a mere computer, the creation of Diablo. These arose from a basic need of humanity that we had overlooked. But the people have survived in Arama. Those from remote areas who avoided the evacuation have been wiped out by the Novas. The tiny handful of survivors became Armageddonists. What has this to do with selecting those to travel on Challenger 3? The crew had to consist of the very finest that the human race is capable of producing. Those who can change the course of history. Who are resourceful enough to overcome any difficulty. Those members of Arama's population who have demonstrated enterprise, resourcefulness, courage, even physical strength, and sheer dogged tenacity to work out the clues to find and use the hazardous escape routes from Arama that were deliberately set for them. They are the worthy torchbearers of the human race. They are to be the crew of Challenger 3. I see. So how many crewmen will Challenger 3 need? 4,000. And how many have you got? Over the past four centuries, 3,852 men and women have escaped from Arama. With engineers from the project team, we have 3,995. It is enough. But aren't most of them dead by now? Not dead, Janine. Sleeping. It's called suspended animation. Of course, the crewmen are woken at intervals for various reasons, such as Simo at the moment. And it's just as if they've had a normal night's sleep. When the ship is ready, they will all be woken. When will that be, Cowdo? Tomorrow. What? By that I mean when you are woken. It's a term we use because it always seems like tomorrow. Challenger 3 will be ready to leave in ten years' time. A project that was started 20,000 years ago by our illustrious ancestors is drawing to a close. Or perhaps a beginning. If there is a true God, I pray to it that we are worthy of our forebears and the wonderful inheritance they left us. Here we are. I'm guessing it's nice and new dorm in Arama. Oh, it's lovely. Well, you'll stay here until after you've gone to sleep, then they'll move you on to the Hibernarium. But you'll be back here when you wake up. 
Supposing we don't want to be crewmen. Janine. I'm talking to Simo. Well? No one has to do anything against their will. If you don't want to become a crewman, you can apply for a job with the project team. Do many people choose to stay here? Not that many. But Caldo's a very understanding man. And it's a real choice that you have. Think about it carefully. Look around the place, the apartments, the gardens. Then think about what the project really means and make your decision. Breathe in deeply. You can almost taste the smells. Oh, I think I love the outdoors. You don't want to go, do you? I don't know. But I want you to think about it. We could have a nice home here. A garden, children. All your life you've had dreams of the Blue Dome and now we're here. You're thinking of being shut up in a starship forever. It'll be just like Arama. It won't be Arama, Janine. There'll be a purpose. It'll be worse than Arama. Over the generations, there'll be people who crave power, who'll do anything for it. Original dreams will be forgotten or stamped out. Perhaps that's what happened to the first Challenger. It won't mean freedom any more than this place does, but at least here we've got space to be ourselves. Why are you so hostile towards the project, Janine? I'm not hostile. I'm merely suspicious. Perhaps the motives behind Challenger 3 and Arama are worthy, but they are the product of one man's monumental vanity and arrogance. Can good come out of that? I don't understand. The young archaeologist, the man who discovered the drawings of Challenger 3 600 years ago, the man who led a revolution, who started the Starship's building program and founded Arama and herded the populace inside and has ruled it ever since... Isn't it obvious? Kaudo Inman was the young archaeologist. Ewan, I guess that you would want to see me again. Janine's right, isn't she? You were the archaeologist. Yes. A most perceptive young lady. I'm glad you came because there are some matters I need to talk over. Tell me you. about the war. Tell me about the Diablons. Ah. Oh, there are many reasons. A test of resolve... The promotion of a concept. The universe is full of adversity, Ewan. There is a need for the survival of the fittest. The element of challenge. Need I go on? My brother died. I'm sorry. Truly. But I'm sure you can see that such things were necessary. Really? There are a lot of good people in Arama. My mother, Deg. They're living out a lie in a tiny, bland world. They couldn't cope with the truth, Ewan. Not like you. We'll never know that if they're not given the chance. I'm sorry, it's gone too far. Only the, the most... most resourceful, the most tenacious. You said, so explain this. The radio capsule. Why was I given this? Wasn't I resourceful or tenacious enough? Father Dadley was very fond of you. He guessed the truth about me and thought I meant to do you harm. He challenged me on one of my visits to the G.O.D. Center. A very brave old man. I told him the truth, as much as I dared and gave him that radio to give to you. Why me? The radio only provided advice in many ways. You were exposed to more dangers than anyone else. There were obstacles. You intervened in person at my trial. <sighs> I hadn't expected your defence to do such a good job. <laughs> I thought ten days' community service would be safe. It never occurred to me they would send you to the war. You killed Tarlan, didn't you? Yes. I'm sorry, Ewan. That was something I never foresaw. 
You still haven't said, why me? Your mother was selected as a child. Did you know that? She was exceptionally clever, but had little curiosity. Not right for a crewman. I vetoed her selection because I wanted her to have children. Something that technicians could not do. Their stupid religion. Denying us Aramis full potential. To have children, she went to the donor centre. Janine was right. I am arrogant. I believe that the product of my blood and your mother's blood would produce an exceptional child. And I was right. And Tarlin? No, not Tarlin. The second donor was anonymous, though your mother never knew either. I don't understand. I need you, Ewan. Challenger 3 is almost complete. But do you really think I would abandon the people of Arama? They are my responsibility. There must be another project for them. Can you guess what it is? Can your imagination soar that high? If I were you... With your arrogance, I would plan to take the Earth out of its orbit around the sun and take it in search of a new stable sun. That's what I would consider if I were you. You are me, Ewan. My flesh and blood. That is my plan. It would take 500 years to cancel the Earth's axial rotation alone, but it can be done. I've lived 600 years, Ewan. You are my son. If you do not go on the Challenger, you will head the Solaria Project. And I will live out the rest of my life naturally. Do I have a choice? I wouldn't deny you that, Ewan. Suppose I decide to do neither. What if I'm not interested in the Solaria Project or joining Challenger 3? If I just want to live out a normal life with Janine? Then I'd be very disappointed. I have great plans for you, Ewan. Your plans don't matter to me. What matters to me is what I want, and more important, what Janine wants. You have been earmarked for greatness! You've earmarked yourself for greatness, Cowdo. You see yourself as the founder of a dynasty, but you need descendants. And this son might not want just to be your descendant. He might want to be himself. You know nothing! This was the only way! This will be the first civilization to survive a holocaust! And it will go on surviving to bring peace and prosperity and safety to my... to its... People. All right. I understand. But maybe my ideas are different. I'll make you a deal. I never do deals, young man. Then now's the time to learn, old man. Why not sit down? What did Inman have to say? That you were right about him being the archaeologist. Nothing else? A couple of things. Caldo told me that if we decided not to go on the Challenger 3... We could have senior jobs here and be assigned to one of those large houses. He did? He actually said that? Yes. But he wants us to become crewmen. That's one of his ideas, yes. Then why did... I did a deal with him. Either we both stay or we both go. But I promised him that the decision would be yours. If you want to stay, then I'll stay. And I swear on my love for you that I will never, ever reproach you if we do stay. I promised him that I would not influence you, apart from telling you that I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you, no matter where we are. What do you want, Ewan? To be with you, Janine. Whatever you decide. Is there anything else in this deal? Nothing that can't wait till morning. Time to wake up. Janine, it's morning. Did you sleep well? Oh, Simo. But I thought we were supposed to sleep for ages. <laughs> you have. But everything's the same. Oh, hang on. The trees are taller. You 
Owen, wake up. Look at this. Ow! Your muscles are weak. You, you need to exercise them a bit. Yeah, try dragging Ewan out of bed for a start. Busy day today. Biggest wake-up of all time. What? Oh, come on, lazy bones. Always the bully. You're expected at the Challenger, Ewan. I'm driving you both to the shuttle. So unless you want to meet all our future crewmates in your pyjamas... All right, all right. I get the point. All right, I'll be back in uh, oh, ten minutes. See you then. Thanks, Simon. Oh, come on, Ewan. Get up. We don't want to make a bad impression on our first day. No. And we don't want to keep Simo waiting, do we? We've got a spaceship to go to. Yes, yes, we have. Shuttle preparing for docking. Okay, that's not good. Now prepare yourself for a bit of a shock. By the G.O.D. There it is. Challenger 3. It's huge! Exactly how big is it? Oh, ten miles long, give or take. It's magnificent. Ewan, are you all right? Yes. Yes, I'm fine. After you, Ewan. Thank you. Come on, Janine. It's so big. But where is everyone? Aren't there meant to be 4,000 of us? Yes, but you're the first. Oh, we are. Ewan? Haven't you told her? Um... Told me what? Good morning, Commander. Commander? Welcome to your ship. Your ship? Ewan? Didn't Ewan tell you he was to be the commanding officer? I gave you my word that I wouldn't influence her, Cowdy. Do you mean to say that you're the captain of Challenger 3? That was the rest of the deal that I said could wait until morning. You risked not telling her you'd be commander. And yet she still agreed to go. Is there anything else I haven't been told? Can I... Go ahead. After all, Janine and Simo will be with you on your mission. We're going to search for the original Challenger. We've decided that if we find it, or at least what happened to it, then we can find the new Earth that they might have found. But will we find it? We'll find it. I know we will. Together, Janine. We're going to find it together. My prayers will go with you. Earth Search Mind Warp Part 3 was written by James Follett, adapted by Jacqueline Rayner, and directed by Jason Hagellery. It starred Leon Paris as Ewan Solent and India Fisher as Janine Anders, with Colin Baker as Cowdo Inman and Nicholas Courtney as Father Dagley. It featured Michelle Livingston as the Armageddonist, Andy Coleman as Dom Aster Tarrant, Sarah Wakefield as the Mind Warp, Mark Wright as the Soldier, Neil Roberts as Simo Bellon, and Mark Wyman as the captain. Earthsearch Mind Warp was produced by Jason Hay Gallery for Big Finish Productions. <laughs>